0: So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Something I for sure love having in my home is super clean countertops. And I love when it smells good too. So you can bring the vacation vibes to your home with coconut scented Clorox and Tiva. It smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy with a refreshing scent that'll transform your space into a tropical island retreat and give you a powerful clean. No plane ticket required. Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Centiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Amy here, and I think this is like the 10th time I've tried to record this intro, which is going to be just like a minute long, but I can't get it together. I can't talk. So I'm just going to go through a list of things I wanted to tell you. First of all, I watched Operation Christmas drop on Netflix this weekend. It's one of those cheesy, hallmark Christmas-type movies, but I love that all the streaming services and other networks are getting on this Christmas movie bandwagon. So I know Lifetime has some good ones. Yeah, Hallmark, duh. And then, yeah, Netflix, check out Operation Christmas Drop because it was so cute. And I bring up a cute Christmas movie because this is a Christmas themed episode or holiday themed. Keaton Claus is coming on to answer all your questions for 2020 holiday trends. Her husband, Nick, yes, his name is Nick, is going to be asking all the questions that were sent in and then she will be answering them. So hopefully it'll set you up for getting in the Christmas spirit around your house and all the things you need to get done to feel good about approaching holiday holiday season because we are in it it is November it is time Thanksgiving will be here before we know it which that leads me to my next point and that if you haven't started your Christmas shopping I just want to encourage you to do so no matter where you're shopping just start getting it done little by little and start now. Start today. If you want anything Pimp and Joy, spa Four Things, my encouragement would be to do it now because with coronavirus, shipping is weird. Production stuff can be weird, especially if you want to customize a Four Things tote, which is a super thoughtful, personal gift for people. I still... I mean, I'm biased, but it is one of the best gifts to give someone, and it gives back to spreading hope in Haiti. We also have our Four Things Gratitude Journal, which we're big here on the podcast. So if you're part of the Four Things family, getting a Four Things gift for someone else seems pretty awesome. I'm glad that we have a line of things, but we also have cool mom, cool aunt, cool Cool grandpa, cool grandma, pimp and joy stuff, like all the things that give back to different organizations. And it feels good to give a gift that gives back. So, radioime.com for links to any of that. And I hope y'all are doing well. I'm super grateful for Keaton Claus and her husband, Nick, for taking over today's episode. And I hope you enjoy. Don't forget to check out Keaton on Instagram. She's at Keaton Claus, and her website is keatonclaus.com.
1: Alright guys, it is a podcast takeover. Like Amy said, we as in myself, Keaton Claus and my husband Hello. This is Saint Nick, or that's what we refer to him as. We're taking over the podcast today to talk things about holidays, and you guys submitted questions to us, and we're here to answer them. So if you have further questions after you listen to this, then simply reach out to me on Instagram. It's just at Keaton Claus, and that's spelled K-E-A-T-Y-N-K-L-A-U-S, and uh, the website is www.keatonclaws.com so let's roll
2: all right keaton claus do you prefer minimum or over the top decor
1: hmm. if you're doing it yourself minimal and if we're doing it over the top because the client can instantly see the difference
2: next question struggling starting new traditions how do you start them when your family wants to travel home every season
1: oh that's a good one you and i can relate right absolutely So Nick and I are six months pregnant, and traditions are really big in our family. Let's just say this. Nick's family is very much Thanksgiving, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. And then our family, my family, is very much Christmas. So when we met, I was like, love ya, but (laughs) I'm not missing Christmas.
2: It's kind of like a holiday draft, actually. (laughs) You get get Christmas, I get Thanksgiving. (laughs) We're eaters in our family. That's all we care about. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> exactly. Also, I have a split family. So it was just like, there's so much I have to work around traditions. Ugh, it's just for, for years. That's that's. I mean, I'm Keaton Claus. So naturally, Christmas would mean more to me. So that being said, I totally feel for whoever that asked this question. So the question is to repeat it.
2: How do you start them when your family wants to travel home every season?
1: My first answer would be, well, it's 2020. So <laughs> it's a new year. And now is the time. We all, you know, have a valid excuse this year and it's just going to be different. So I feel like no matter how you slice it, this is the year to test it out. And it's all about trial and error. So it's if you choose to do something different this year that feels a little more you, then you don't like it by the end of the season, then go back to the other one the next year. But this year, Nick and I are doing that as well. Think, not going home. I think
2: that's the beauty of us having a new kiddo is we can kind of make our own and force our immediate family to do whatever we want.
1: <laughs> We're going to stay in Nashville this year for both Thanksgiving and Christmas to protect the little bump. And uh, we've actually had this conversation over and over again. How and when are we ever going to stay in Nashville? And you know what? God has a plan. This year is it. So we'll see I'm how excited it happens. For it, actually. Me too. All right. Next question.
2: So this is for both of us, apparently. <laughs> Yes. Favorite childhood Christmas memory...
1: Oh, there's so many. But I think my favorite Christmas memory, and I hope to be able to do this, something like this where our baby boy remembers, I, although, gosh, he's going to have so much to remember with me being king. Claus, but my mom, we didn't have like a massive tree, and she wanted it to be massive, so she bought a regular-sized tree, and she had my uncles and my dad build boxes, so two boxes, one of each different size, and anchored the tree into the boxes and made Made it taller, And then we put all of our stuffed animals and baby dolls around it. I had a brother. So he had his superheroes and everything. And I had my dolls and stuffed animals. And we put those under the tree. And I will never forget that. And I think that's why Nick and I don't swap gifts at the end of the year. Christmas has never been about the gift. And I think that's owed to my mom. We appreciated what we had. And that's my favorite memory.
2: Well, it leads me to my answer. Because uh, Christmas for me, basically, <laughs> probably until I was about 20 years old, was all about the gift. <laughs> Such uh, a man answer. <laughs> absolutely. It was getting up early, running in there, seeing whatever was there, whether it be a bike or whether it be Nintendo 64 or whatever it was, right? One of those years, My, I guess my favorite or just whatever popped into my mind now is ran into the living room. Started pulling presents. Dad and mom have the video camera at all times. There's, I don't know if you've even Gosh, seen that the video. 90s, right? Yeah. So my favorite, my, I guess my earliest memory is technically mom with this large video camera. <laughs>
1: it's so massive. She looked like an NBC
2: them. cameraman every time we, we pulled out the presents. So one year and the camera's rolling somewhere, it's in our house. I'm right. I'm gonna need to see
1: this video. I'm
2: eagerly pulling presents left and right. And I pull one so hard that the tree falls-
1: No way! Right
2: over, just flat.
1: I've never heard. And this there's story. there's
2: literally a, a two second pause of me, probably seven years old, going, "Oops,
1: <laughs> Marilyn, pull the video. I have to see it."
2: So I ruined Christmas apparently with my eagerness <laughs> knocking over the tree. So
1: that's your favorite memory. That's it. Yeah. Destroying Christmas.
2: <laughs> it was enhancing Christmas. <laughs>
1: True.
2: Because I was preparing for this moment to be asked on a podcast. What was your favorite? <laughs> Just for the pure anecdote. That's what it's for.
1: Awesome. Okay, next question.
2: Uh, This is, I guess, very relevant to us prior to our house. How do you hang stockings with no fireplace? This
1: is a question I get a lot, actually. So there are a couple ways you can hang stockings with no fireplace. Number one, I actually still do this in our house, and we have a fireplace, but we don't have a mantle, so there's nowhere to place the stockings. So I have a wooden ladder, which is a very niche thing right now. Everyone has one almost. And you simply anchor them to waterfall down the pegs.
2: You say waterfall, what do you mean for the layman people here, (laughs) i.e. your husband?
1: That means every peg has a anchored stocking and they fall in one line down it at an angle. Got it. (laughs) Secondly, would be get stocking holders and place them on a console. That way they hang normally like it would be on the fireplace you can also hang them on your stair railing which is also super cute you hang some garland above it or i learned this technique from my good friend joe she is danish and she has me hang all of their stockings on door handles i'm pretty sure it was actually a danish tradition she's gonna have to tell me if that's wrong because i keep telling people that <laughs> but
2: sounds good just Sounds go good.
1: It. So yeah, hang them on the door handles throughout your house, which also sprinkles a little bit of Christmas cheer.
2: For those of you Danes that we've offended, you can write to KeatonClaws <laughs> at KeatonClaws.com.
1: I really kidding. hope I get that right. Uh,
2: next one is, again, for me, apparently your people want to know about me. <laughs> how did you feel when Keaton said, I'm going to make this a business?
1: Ooh, please go go. Easy real running.
2: answer? Uh, real answer, of course, the first initial thought was, how do you make this a business? <laughs> but uh, if anyone could do it, it's definitely my wife. She loves Christmas. She's obsessed with it. Uh, She's obviously uh, super passionate about it. So, I mean, there was some fear going in, but I mean, with my job, I work from home and can have a pretty fairly flexible schedule around go-to meetings. So I was prepared for the pandemic long before it happened. Uh, So we said, go for it. So I guess it was some fear, a little bit of hesitation, but i also, whatever she does, she could accomplish. So I'm not really worried about it. All right, so this is uh appropriate for Kara who's just in the room. Amy's dog. Amy's dog. Pet safe decor for the floor.
1: First of all, buy everything inexpensive so that it doesn't matter if it gets eaten, because inevitably you're going to have to dispose of it if you have crazy little critters running around, right? But I would still keep it pretty simple. Baskets with festive throws on it, just like if you if you guys follow me on Instagram, you hear me say it a lot. always buy the basket. We
2: have so many baskets in our house. They're (laughs) everywhere. She goes to TJ Maxx and just comes home with a basket. I'm like, what are we going to use it for? We're storing
1: it for, for later.
2: I don't know how, but we use every one of them, but there's 17 billion that are in our house, I'm sure.
1: We have a lot of these in our house, but I have many clients that have cats inside and I put sheepskin rugs under the tree that's like my Keaton Claws original touch so I think buying those because your pets would be very comfortable and they would feel like it was intentional for them And so add that but it definitely could get trampled and eaten so to each its own there's not really any great answer for that but just buy inexpensive items that will last the season with the intention that you're going to have to dispose of them and buy new ones
2: the next year. How do I I get my husband on board with Christmas decor in November <laughs> lots let's of first
1: let's first years about, of wearing
2: down no
1: uh, let's talk about why like when he when you first met me
2: I was not a Christmas guy
1: right. But you instantly knew I was.
2: I think everyone on the planet knows <laughs> that you are.
1: Let's, let's just put him in the footsteps of whoever asked this question about their husband. Let's just make him that husband for a second. So why do you not want to get Christmas out in November?
2: Because I'm lazy. I don't want to get up off the couch and go <laughs> and grab it out of the attic. I mean, I'm a realist. I just it's It seems a very oppressive to get all the decorations as a husband, right? Because we have to get the heavy stuff. You guys can hang all the pretty <laughs> stuff. But our sole purpose in life is to carry the tree down from the attic, the bear fits out. If you're OCD like me, you don't like that there's glitter everywhere. My arch nemesis is glitter. I don't know. I would say if I were given advice from me personally, in my experience, I would say it helps to kind of slowly introduce some Christmas decorations, right? I think the whole idea of your husband, Mm -hmm. maybe not being excited about it would be that he doesn't want to go pulling down the attic and tree and all that stuff. So maybe, you know, if you put me in the holiday spirit by putting a couple bows out or some Christmas decor or something to that extent, maybe not blaring, you know, Christmas music on October 31st after Halloween triggers are done. I do that. It's okay. She does. But uh, I would say small little smatterings of Christmas cheer would be a nice way to maybe just slowly clue the husband in. Uh, We are not the smartest creatures in the world at all times. So, you know, if you kind of drop hints and let it almost feel like it's our idea that might be a good way to kind of slowly introduce it in November or hire my wife and then he doesn't have to do anything <laughs> honey here's I want Christmas
1: theme for Christmas yeah I actually have a lot of husbands that are like sold just because I don't have to do a thing
2: well I was listening in one time the guy was like I don't care how much it costs you mean you'll do everything <laughs> and take it down sold
1: that's a that's a main pitch of mine
2: all right next question what's the hardest part of owning your own business? I'm curious to see what you're going to answer here.
1: I would say the stress of knowing it's ultimately all on my shoulders because at the end of the day, that's just how it is, which is why I've developed from the beginning to have zero qualms of saying no to some things along the way. Nick can vouch for me. I care way too much about the end result and how people feel about the service. Therefore, like I can't guarantee an end result or a timeline that I'm comfortable with. And I just simply won't take the project. It's just not worth it to me. And I'm
2: sometimes super. Sometimes I have to reel you in. I'm like, it's like a small project. You don't have yeah. to worry about this. It's literally the smallest yeah. thing, but she cares about everything.
1: I'm super transparent on the front end, which I think is my, why people keep coming back. I don't like when I fall short on an expectation. So I just simply won't do it. So that is the hardest part of owning my business is having to say no sometimes.
2: I'll add numbers and accounting to that as well.
1: Yes. I also do not like that.
2: Another one for me. Nick, did you ever imagine (laughs) you would be referred to as Saint Nick? Uh, Absolutely not. (laughs) I'm not a saint. Uh, I am not the biggest ball of cheer when it comes to holiday seasons. I think Keaton is slowly uh, getting me that way, and I think the little one coming kind of helps with that, but uh, absolutely not.
1: His dad is white-headed, so I hope that he keeps his long hair and he looks like Santa one day.
2: It's weird that she wants me to go gray, because I think she just secretly wants me to look like (laughs) Santa.
1: You know, I think it's kind (laughs) of (laughs) hot.
2: I'll remember that when I'm eating that extra (laughs) cake at the holiday season. (sighs) No shame here. I'll me some
0: Santa Claus. essential for women, 18 plus multivitamin every morning. I take them on an empty stomach, but sometimes if I forget, I may take them in the afternoon. It's really up to you when you want to take them. There's nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules. And what the delay release capsules does for us is it optimizes our body's absorption of these nutrients. It's gentle on the empty stomach. Like I said, I can take it first thing in the morning and I'm totally fine. And with a minty essence in every bottle, it actually makes taking your vitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual is essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash four things. Start ritual or add essential for women 18 plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped to push the overall childhood cancer survival rate
2: best artificial tree.
1: There is no best. So if anyone tells you there is, that is a lie. It's truly how the tree makes you feel when you plug it in ultimately. So I would find one that you love and that's the best tree. I would always say too, like if you buy it off the floor, make sure you see it lit. Don't ever buy one that isn't plugged in. I mean, you want it to look real. So that would be the first thing you look at, but also it it's the way it makes you feel.
2: All right, we'll stay on the tree theme pre-lit or light it yourself?
1: I have a massive love-hate relationship with pre-lit. And truth is, all of my clients want pre-lit and most of them have pre-lit. But the truth is, we are all wasting our money because they inevitably go out. And repairing them, even for me as Keaton Claws, is more of a nightmare versus just going to buy a tree and lighting the tree. So reality, I only have one client that lets me do just a tree frame and then light it myself. The rest of them are all pre-lit, but I'm starting to wonder if if, uh, I will start requesting that they don't go that route because it's just... It's a lot it's a lot
2: it's maybe a dumb question but if you had a tree that was pre lit and maybe the lights went out can you still light it or how does that work
1: you can and usually you can find the little system and trigger it but the chance of it just being one after one goes out is slim to none so if you're doing hard wiring of any sort in electricity it can bust the rest of them so if you lose ho- one whole wire you might as well just buy a new tree. By the time you buy the lights itself, that makes sense. But the the likelihood of like a roll of lights going out versus pre-lit that you've wired into a wired stem, it's just so much easier.
2: All right, for all the allergen people like myself, if you are allergic to evergreen, What is the best store to purchase an artificial tree from?
1: This is a loaded question too, because we purchase ours directly from market vendors. But if you are wanting to just go out to a brick and mortar store, believe it or not, Home Depot has a ton of great options. The problem with it is, is they don't have super tall ones. And I'm known for like 12 foot trees, which is why I go straight to vendor. But Home Depot has great ones. Hobby Lobby, Target... I think that I, that's where I would go if you're looking for a brick and mortar.
2: If you can only buy five decorations, what would they be?
1: Don't go to Target, first of all, because you can't just leave with five items. <laughs> Obviously, the Christmas tree, number one. And I'll, I'll just go ahead and put some technique behind this because everyone will want to know. Your Christmas tree, I don't love star toppers or any kind of topper for that matter because they are going to end up not sitting straight. So just don't get them. That's the truth. Make sure it's a foot below your ceiling, max. That's how tall it should be. The next thing would be 20 of the same ornaments and try to make them round. And I would prefer them to be six inches wide. So very large ornaments. Tree skirt, garland, and pine cones. Five.
2: What do you use the pine cones for?
1: Stuff them in the tree and into the
2: garland. Frivolously or what?
1: Frivolously. Actually, on a virtual call last week, I told the girl to go, you know, we calculate their shopping list, all the things. And she ran out to get pine cones. And then she got back to her house. She was like, wait, did I need something? Do I need to glue like a hook on here? And I'm like, no, no. It's real simple. Like, don't overthink it. You just stuff them into the tree. Pine cones are free. Just go to the park and pick them up.
2: (laughs) Nick, when you met Keaton... Did you instantly know that she loved Christmas and Keaton? Did you meet Nick and go, I must marry this guy because his name is Nick? (laughs) Yeah, like I said earlier, if you meet my wife, you in probably 30 seconds of getting to know her, you're going to know that she loves Christmas because she also is one of those people that if you spend five minutes with her, you're going to know her entire life story. So you'll probably hear the the said Christmas story about her mother growing up (laughs) pretty early on in the conversations. But uh, yes, I did. I would say it's kind of one of the things that I liked about her just because, I don't know, she's kind of a dreamer and obviously... She is because she started her own business regarding Christmas. But I would say it's actually probably what attracted me to her. Not the soul thing, but it it definitely helped. I
1: love you, babe.
2: Did you meet Nick and go, I must marry this guy because his name is Nick? Absolutely not. No. I'll answer that question for her.
1: No, no, no. no. I uh, gave him a run for his money.
2: We were just friends for about a year and a half.
1: Yeah, I, like took him home to Christmas and was like, this is my friend, Nick. And then I think the next Christmas when I talk, took him home and said, this is my friend, Nick. He cornered me in the parking lot of my mom's driveway in Benton, Kentucky and was like, I'm tired of me calling <laughs> you calling me a friend. And so, yeah, that's our Christmas story. (laughs) We started dating immediately. I thought, oh, my gosh, I'm about to lose this guy, my Saint Nick.
2: All you men listening, patience, then ultimatum.
1: Persistent. He was persistent. I loved
2: it. Next question. Will you ever expand your business and hire more employees?
1: Nick's answer to this would be please do this now.
2: <laughs> How many elves can we have?
1: Currently, I operate with seasonal contractors. So I hire in for the season for installs and removals, or we come back and take everything down. And that system works right now. So I'm going to stick to that while I can because the reality is I built a business that. Keeps me busy like seven months of the year. And then I take a little breather, which this year I'm super glad that, you know, four or five years in now, I'm able to have this baby in February and take a little mini break with him and just get to be a mom for a second. But yes, it is absolutely going to happen. We will expand. I'm in the process of talking with people right now. We have some things in the works and I can't wait to share those with you guys. So just definitely keep in tune um, on the gram and we'll let you know when, if we are hiring. Okay.
2: Keen Claus, how did you get your first client and start your business?
1: I think I shared this last year. It was actually one of my best friends, Josephine, that I spoke about a little bit earlier in the podcast. and. She is Danish and a huge Christmas fan. It's one of the things we bonded over. And she had work to do late November, early December, like out of state, she had jobs to do. And she was traveling here for Christmas and her family from Denmark was going to be over here. And so she was like, can you decorate my house for Christmas? And I was like, well, I mean, I used to do that for friends and family, but oh, sure. like, really? And then once I did it, she was like, this is a thing. And so I really have to thank her because she saw the need and she really made me open my mind on how I can create a business out of it. And I love her for that. I think she almost
2: created you an Instagram account. And she, was did.
1: Like, she did. She did. Here's your
2: Instagram account.
1: Joe helped me come up with Keaton Claus, the name.
2: And then you just kind of made a business.
1: I did. I feel like it fell in my lap, but having friends and people around you that are positive influences, such as people like her, Amy is one of those people, actually, for me. So I just think if you surround yourself with the right people that are positive and believe in you, gosh, the sky's the limit.
2: All right, Keaton Claus, where did you learn how to decorate for Christmas.
1: Definitely from Joni Swift. Uh, My mom, she actually comes to do installs with me now. Um, She's head elf. she's, She's head elf. She's how I learned how to make bows. She is how I became so passionate about Christmas at an early age. And then I would say even additionally, my aunt is a photographer in Kentucky. And so when she would do the seasonal Christmas sets, she would let me build those for her. So I just think I learned a lot from childhood, to be honest. And then who knew it would come come to something. But it was part of the plan. Like, I really believe that everything happens for a reason. And this was definitely supposed to be a part of my story, if it's not my story in general forever. But without those pinpoints in life, it's weird How, when you look it back at your map of
2: life. What is the top holiday trend For 2020.
1: Oh, that's easy. Everyone is doing it and you'll see it. I'm doing it on a couple houses, adding magnolia leaves or eucalyptus to the garland. And I actually did this in Bobby and Caitlin's proposal. So I'm sure you saw it on the staircase in the barn, but that will transfer into evergreen as well. So you'll do it on the mantle. You can even put the magnolia in the tree. It's going to be a big hit.
2: Can you have too many Christmas decorations? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Go ahead, keep in
1: You definitely can. It depends on your taste, but for me, yes. It, just like when you clean out your closet, which Nick needs to really listen to this actually. If you buy something new, get some get rid of Why something. Why are you throwing old. shade on
2: the podcast here. Because <laughs> your closet this is, is about Christmas. On me. This is not about me.
1: <laughs> if when Nick buys a shoe, he needs to get rid of another shoe. Or a hat. Oh gosh, the hats are overflowing. Anyway, back to Christmas. Yes. If you buy something new, get rid of something old.
2: Have you thought about expanding to other cities?
1: I sure have. We actually spoke to two different people this summer to expand in those cities, and then COVID hit. So, to be continued.
2: Lots of virtual consultations this year. One for us, uh, Nick and Keaton, you call the baby, Baby C. Is his name Christmas? (laughs)
1: Nick would kill me. No,
2: absolutely not.
1: I can't wait to tell you guys his name, though. We've had the name for like six years. For, we are, we're going to use it for a boy or a girl. And it's funny. When we found out he was a boy, we instantly cannot imagine it being a girl name now.
2: But no, it's not Christmas. It's not Christmas. Best way to attach garland to brick.
1: We anchor it to brick with screws because we don't want the callback that's hey, the garland has fallen. So I love to do tutorials for you guys. But I also will never put anything on there about like, put this command strip to your wall, because I'm sure you've seen it in the last few days, like people have been taking I I don't pitch those bats that you put on the wall, because a lot of people have been telling others, hey, this is cool. And it is it is beautiful. It's so cool. But there is no guarantee that the person you tell to put that up on their wall, that it will not peel their paint after. What is my ultimate fear? It's disappointing people at the end. So I'm never going to tell you to do something that's going to harm something in the long run. So I would anchor it in with a screw, tiny screw in a hidden place, like above the um, frame. So you never see it.
2: Let's say, what about those who have OCD husbands who do not want you to screw into the fireplace or other brick
1: have them call me because you will never see it if it's on the above part of the frame
2: i feel that person's going to be messaging you <laughs> what is your favorite and least favorite thing about your job
1: favorite favorite uh, is it's Christmas year round, and uh, I never get tired of it. Least favorite? Accounting, budgets. If it was just designing and decorating, that'd be the easiest thing in the world. But I made my hobby my job, so there is inevitably going to be a bad side, and it's painful. Let me just tell y'all, I go up to Nick's office, and I'm like, this number, this equation is killing. I mean, <laughs> counting Garland is my arch nemesis. I
2: How many times does five go into a <laughs> hundred? Some of the math questions that I get asked are a little suspect. <laughs> doesn't have me worried about uh, the call public it, school this process. Year I'm, but
1: this year, I blame it on baby brain.
2: She's like a straight-A student, math. Oh,
1: honor student.
2: What Christmas carol do you sing? To the baby.
1: Uh, my favorite Christmas song right now is, I don't even know this band, but it's Roses, R-O-Z-E-S. Look it up. And it's Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. And I blare it in the car. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that this year's tradition is just different. And we all want to be home with our family. But the reality is that might not happen. And so I keep seeing that to him because the truth is, if he's always home with me, which I'm sure is how my mom feels and your mom feels, Nick, that, you know, that's the meaning of Christmas. So I just keep seeing that over and over to him. But funniest part about that is Nick and I were watching the what to expect video the other day, like we get an app on the app and it said, hey, just heads up, anything you're, (laughs) you're, to the baby or he can hear right now is what will soothe him uh-huh. <laughs> And Nick. Freaked out.
2: So that means I have two people in the house. They're going to be obsessed with Christmas music. And I'm going to hear it all year round. You are. Our first two years of living together. I think what we had a deal. Uh, my birthday is in right around Thanksgiving. And we had a deal where she could not play Christmas music with me in the car until after that day. That was like my birthday present every year. Yeah,
1: Nick's birthday is on Thanksgiving. How cool is that?
2: We're just a holiday family.
1: Nick, what's your favorite Christmas song while
2: we're on it? Oh, that's easy. Uh, that is That Spirit of Christmas by Ray Charles.
1: Which you can't download every year you're like,
2: I know. You got to listen to it on YouTube. It's so annoying. But it's the song where he's on Christmas vacation when he's sitting in the attic watching the old timing movies with the reels going through. Yeah, that's 100% my favorite Christmas song.
1: Well, that was fun. Is there any more questions?
2: Uh, I think we ran through them.
1: Well, guys, I hope that answered the majority of your questions. If you have any more, please reach out. Again, I'm Keaton Claus at K-E-A-T-Y-N-K-L-A-U-S. And uh, from Nick and I, Merry Christmas.
2: Merry Christmas. Thanks for having us on, Amy.
1: Thank you, Amy.
0: All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period.